This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a good Saturday morning. Yes, here I am. Been uh, doing this now for, we're on our 31st year. What are you doing this Saturday morning? Give us a text at 504-260-1870. Let us know who you are, where you are, and what you got going on on this June Saturday morning. Kind of a sultry very humid Saturday morning along the Gulf Coast. I'll get to that complete Coastal Marine forecast for you in just a second. do want to remind you, this is going to be the last weekend uh, to fish on your 2019-2020 fishing license. Uh, in Louisiana, anyway, they all expire on June 30th. That's uh, next Tuesday. So if you're going to be fishing Wednesday or later, you're going to need your new fishing license. They are on sale now. Also want to wish good luck to this weekend's participants of the final day in that Orange Beach, Alabama Open, that offshore tournament. Uh, hopefully a lot of people have got some uh, good fish doing some of this. What has mostly been a very good weekend, a week for fishing offshore. Uh, it started on the 25th, and it's wrapping up uh, this weekend. And I'll tell you what, this is a billfish tournament, and if you want to see some beautiful sights and uh, take in the weigh-in, that's going to be going on later today. Orange Beach is where that's happening. All right, we uh, also have some more information on uh, rodeos that have been rescheduled, you know, with all this virus stuff. We had a lot of events that were postponed. Got some details on some rescheduling events. And while you're picking up your fishing license, uh, you might want to get your new 2021 Federal Duck Stamp. They are now available on sale at post offices and also some of the license outlets where you can purchase them. You can also get them online. It is mandatory to have that federal waterfowl stamp if you're going to be hunting ducks this season. Uh, this year's depiction is one of those uh, tree ducks. A pretty interesting little shot. Uh, always uh, great artwork. And I've got a little stamp collection goes back quite a ways. I save my stamps for all right, uh, we also have the story of how not to fish for freshwater game species. That was discovered by this week's Bad Boys of the Outdoors. we got their story to talk about. Another story I'm going to tell you about, a very successful frogging trip I was part of. We'll tell you who, what, where, and how that took place. And we've got those live fishing reports coming in from folks all across the coast, people in the know to help you get out and find some fish, too. Your coastal marine forecast kind of looks like this. Uh, Offshore, it's going to be pretty good for the weekend. Uh, today, uh, you got southeast winds 5 to 10. Um, that's going to be beautiful for sea. Uh, there's going to be a little bit increase in the winds tomorrow, um, but at the same time, they're predicting the seas will remain about the same. So offshore fishing looking good. Uh, snapper season, by the way, has been. Is, is, I've got an announcement to tell you about a little bit later on about Alabama. Uh, they have just about reached their full quota and will be closing their red snapper season down. What a shame to close it this early. Louisiana, we still have it open Friday, Saturday, Sundays. 
and uh, some good weather to get out there. There's some big snappers being hauled in, too. On the inside waters, south winds 5 to 10, both today and tomorrow. Light chops, smooth conditions, depending on where you are. Going to be a good day to get out there. Pretty good tide range this weekend, 1.7 is your average tide. That's not bad at all. And, of course, we've had quite a bit of rain. Those showers pop up. Sometimes they start off in the morning. Sometimes they build up later in the afternoon. About a 40% chance all across the Gulf Coast today. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about in the evenings. You know, this is the time of the year when you get those early morning or midday uh, thunderstorms that pop up. Things really slick off and kind of cool off a little bit, takes all of that energy out of the air, and it's a good time to get out there and, and, and fish in the evenings till dark or even in, in darkness. Nighttime fishing is also hot under some of the lights. And, of course, you've heard the warnings about the Sahara dust in the air, and it's kind of giving us a haze all across the coastal area. We'll see how that's faring out this weekend. All right, we'll be right back with our first reporter. And don't forget your text, 504-260-1870. If you haven't tuned in in a while, that is a new text number. Tell us who you are, where you are, what you've got going on this Saturday morning or what you've done this week in terms of fishing. Maybe help some of our listeners with reports. Robbie Campo is up next. You can hear him on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, let's get this fishing report show started. Let's do that with Robbie Campo down at Shell Beach. Robbie, what's going on at Campo's Marina this week? I'm getting some good reports. Some people still catching a lot of trout down there. Oh, I tell you, Don, uh, you know, earlier in the week we had a lot of rain and uh, not many people fished, but the guides that fished did really, really well. Uh, you know, live shrimp on their caulk. But I tell you, Don, uh, yesterday, um, you know, it did really, really well at the islands out there. Um, you know, a lot of people still have this mentality of fishing three feet under a caulk. These fish are going deeper. This water's getting hotter. Uh, I urge people to start using or learn about this, this slide caulk. A lot of people don't know about it. If you don't know about it and you want to learn how to use slide caulk, Google it. I mean, it's on Google. I've done it myself. I've Googled it. Uh, it's on there. Um, you know, as it gets hotter, these big fish go deeper. Um, you know, we've, we've weighed in for a star tournament here some some huge trout that were caught out of kayaks that was caught right there by that dam, and they, them guys are catching them on the bottom. So that tells me these fish are going deeper. So with that said, try you know, I know it's hard for people sometimes for people to cast a, a, a you know a five to six foot leader you know uh, under a cork, but that's where these bigger fish have been hanging on the bottom, it's, and it's and it's all because it's getting hotter. Um, yesterday at the islands, I'm telling you, it was just it was game on out there. The guys that weighed fish did really good yesterday. Um, it, uh, you know, up around Comfort Island, inside of Comfort Island, up uh, in Christmas Camp Lake area in that Treasure Bay area, um, uh, you know, it did really well. Bay Elwha was good. Lake Elwha was good. But the only problem with Lake Elwha, they had, well, it wasn't a problem, but everybody said, oh, they got too many white trout now. Well, you know what? White trout need to just look in. And they were nice. They were 13, 14-inch white trout. And they do, Don. They're not bad. They got a bad Nothing rap, but they're not a bad fish. You know? no. So uh, especially if you could not at all. If you take them in a uh, – and you, and you uh, vacuum seal them. They're they, they perfect. You know, they, they stay good for a long time. But um, anyway, uh, you know, so that's that's the report. Uh, the long rocks had a lot of sheephead on the long rocks yesterday. Not as many trout as I wanted to see on the long rocks yesterday. But, again, I think uh, the reason for that is because people still using that, you know, that two-foot, um, 
you know, three-foot leader. They're not going deep enough to get, you know, get down where these trout are. And I, I'm telling you, this is – everybody that fished deeper yesterday did really, really well. Um, and like I said, over those oyster reefs in, in that Christmas Camp Lake area, you know, you probably got four to five feet of water there. You want to be – you want that bait hugging the bottom. And you only need a cork with a, you know, with a hook with a split shot on it, maybe um, maybe a, you know, a foot and a half up and on top of that uh, – top of that bait so um up in the Biloxi marsh uh from peach lagoon back up to brick lagoon it did really well with redfish yesterday so um if you if you think you might want to go fishing redfish you know that's the areas you might want to target it did really good behind this uh hopedale going to delaco area with redfish they've been doing really good with that all week um down to actually down to point lahash they've been man these guys been they They've been limiting out early on redfish. They're not real, real big, big redfish, but they're that that 18, 19 inch redfish, you know. But that's the perfect eaters. So um, there you have it, Don. That's our report. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna keep you updated on a live shrimp. If you're coming down here and you're gonna be at any one of these marinas, whether it be us, Hopedale, or Delacro, and you're coming down, you're running a little bit late. I'm telling you, you're going to want to stop and get some bait on Paris Road. Just There's so many people down here. <laughs> it's just crazy. So I'm telling you, I don't want, you, have the, you have a chance to get bait. Don't pass it up because I'm telling you, if you get down here, uh, you know, I'm going to keep you updated. I'll, keep you te- I'll text you and tell you what's going on with this bait situation. But, um, you know, it's, it's like flying off the shelf. Just can't catch enough. It's, you know, it's, it's crazy down here. So uh, I will keep you updated with what's going on with live bait um, throughout the morning. So uh, I, I think it's going to last uh, maybe six o'clock ish, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't be sure about that, but, um, but if you're coming down here, you're going to want to stop on Paris by bait Inc. or by uh, uh, the old golf hall at Marina Tony Coach and get bait because they have, they have a, you know, a pretty good amount on hand. So, don't come down here and not have, you know, not have it. So you have a chance to get it. So, but like I said, I will keep you updated on this bait situation throughout the morning. Okay. I'll be looking for your text. And uh, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that sliding cork. That is so important. Can't tell you how many times we've been catching fish with it. And, and the thing about it is people pull up next to you and they think you're only ones on the fish because you're catching them, but they look at your rig and even, you know, a sliding cork is going to look like it might be two or three feet underneath the cork, but it's actually sliding and they can't see that until it's thrown in the water and they're on top of fish. They just don't know it because they're not getting down to that sweet spot where the fish are. I'm wondering, uh, they used to have somebody that sold a rig that was a sliding cork rig they're pretty easy to rig up yourself like you say if you google it you can do it in just a couple of minutes but if somebody out there is listening that knows a, 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 store, a store that sells a sliding cork rig up you know with the, the elements the little, the little beads and the clip that you might need to to mark the line to hold it maybe they'll text me and let me know and we'll let people uh, be able to go out and just buy a rig ready to go and just tie it on with a sliding cork you know uh, Don, it, it is it is an effective rig, man. You know, because you know, you've done this and I've done this. You ever try to cast a six foot leader? That ain't easy to do. I mean, I could do it, but <laughs> you I mean, can't I do it. Up no. with a uh, of my hand, but that's, yeah. it's pretty hard to do. And especially if you got ladies in a boat, you know, you hook the slide cork on it. You set the little bead where you want it, or the little string, the little knot. They sell both, um, and mm-hmm. and you 
you know, you cast it out there and it goes down to wherever you want it, you know, and man, it's just, a, it's just a real effective rig. And, uh, you know, I urge people to use it as it's getting yeah. hotter. Um, you know, June, you know, we're into June. We'll, we think, you know, we're knocking on July's door, July and August. And I, I keep hearing the same thing. All we caught was 12, 11 and a half inch fish, 11 and a half inch fish. And, you know, 11 and a half inch fish are good to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cause you know, we need those. We need those for next, you know, for the next couple of months down the road, but, you, the bigger fish are on the bottom, and that's just the way it is. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this. I, I lead a lot of horses to water, but it's hard to make them drink, Don. <laughs> I know what you mean, Ron. Okay, buddy, keep me updated right, on the shrimp situation, feet, and uh, we'll catch right. up with you next week. All right. You got it, baby. Talk Rob to you Campo later. Bye-bye. Shell Beach. It's uh, Campos Marina. Yeah, that sliding cork, very effective tool. And the good thing about it is, you know, just six feet, you can go a lot deeper than that. You can go as deep as you want. It depends on where you put your knot, your beat, or your little stopper. All right, we come back after this. See if we can catch up with Captain Kirk, get you a southwest Louisiana report. We go from one end of the state over there in the eastern part by the Mississippi State Line, by the Bretton Sound area, all the way over to the Texas Line. We'll be back with his report after this time out. You are listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And it's time to talk with our friend Captain Kirk Stancil out at Hackberry Rod and Gun. Captain Kirk, how you doing this morning? I'm good, Don. How are you this morning? I've been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Boy, I was tired yesterday, though. I spent a night frogging it. the night before. I was out there catching frogs and stayed up kind of late. But I'm well recovered now. I'm highly motivated and caffeinated. There you go. So you're going to have frog Kirk- legs for dinner tonight? Uh, oh, I already had them, but I got some in the freezer for another time. We had them the other night. There you go. Uh, Kirk, have All you right. ever used, do you guys use uh, sliding cork? Do you all use sliding corks down in your area? Talk about slip corks? Like the. Yeah, I mean, right. The, the, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, at times we do, yes. Yeah, especially we do good on those if the bite at the rigs offshore gets finicky. Right. If you can find the depth of fish where the fish are, you can put that slip cork, say down 15 feet or whatever, and uh, and it'll work a lot better. Yeah, and around the jetty, but you not guys so much probably, in the lake. yeah, you guys probably rig them yourselves. But do you know of any uh, store or company that makes those or pre-rigged? You know that that just gives you the the things you need, the bead to put on the line. I know Eagle Claw makes them. Eagle Claw. Hard, okay. Yeah, Eagle Claw makes those parts. Uh, in fact, Cajun Fast Mart, you can get them right here in uh, just south of Sulphur. They have them. Uh, I've, I've gotten my stuff from him. You know, it's the little string you tie on the line, and then uh, you put your cork on after the string. You know, with the beads in the cork, and then come on down, put your weight and hook. You know, with the you know, and slide that string up to the depth you want, and then tighten it. Yep, very effective too. Uh, Kirk, um, how did the fishing go this week for you guys? Uh, it, it was it was good in places. It wasn't good all over. Uh, you know, we, we've been dodging storms all week. But uh, for the weather conditions we've had and the amount of time we've been able to fish, you know, you know running back and forth from storms, the fishing's been good. Still catching plenty of trout, uh, no redfish, and, st- and a few flounder still. 
That's some good news. Now, uh, have y'all been invaded by the white trout yet? We just got a report from Robbie that they're, they're really showing up, and some people have different opinions on white trout. If you treat them right, I mean, they're as good as speckled trout as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I love, I love white trout. They're usually smaller, but plenty of numbers. Yeah, the numbers are there. Now, we, just this week we have seen some showing up. They're really small. Yeah, I mean, not even big enough to even think about clean, uh, keeping. But, uh, yeah, there's there's one particular spot where there's a big hole in the lake, and we've been catching a lot of trout around the edges of that hole. And uh, the uh, the white trout, just the last couple of days, have moved in there just thick as they can get. So what's your plan this morning? <clears throat> you have customers that are looking for trout or reds or either or anything? Uh, trout today. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had a real good morning. Now, I have, I personally had a good morning yesterday. I got a little drain in the marsh where the current was coming through, and eight o'clock we had forty-five trout, and we were done, and we caught them on rattle traps, Don. Oh, you're killing me! <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a good bait. I had a customer pull bait. one out. I had a customer pull one out. And I looked at him like he had a horn going out the middle of his head. Said, "What are you going to do with that?" You know. After he put about three in the boat on three casts, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I have some I had some old ones in my boat because I've used them a lot for redfish over the years. But they were just sitting there. Well, I mm-hmm. I did a double backflip, got in there, got me one out, got everybody one out. I mean, it, <laughs> they were nailing that sucker. I like that chrome and blue. I think that's my favorite color combination. Well, yesterday they they it didn't matter the color. It seemed like they were hitting the gold one a little bit better, mm-hmm. but uh, they were they were just tearing them. You know, I had chrome and gold going. They were hitting them both. Yep, he's probably telling all his buddies, "Man, I showed that fishing guide something yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> well, he did, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> you know, you're never too old to learn, Don. Always remember that. You know, yeah. we you know we get folks uh, all the time. Know, we, I never tell a guy to leave his tackle box. If he wants to bring it, bring it, because I've learned a lot of stuff over the years from other people from other areas. I've seen some strange things, too. You know, we get into these habits of, well, this is the conditions. This is where we are time of year. This is what they're going to bite on. And then you bring somebody out there and just, you know, some bizarre lure they dig up and throw out there and start tearing them up on it. You just never know. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, I, like that. that was the last thing in my mind, a rattle trap. And, and it didn't matter if it was a quarter ounce or a, a half ounce, uh, but but there was a lot, a lot of bait, and these fish were crashing them, crashing them on the top, and uh, you just throw it out there. As soon as it hits, start reeling it back, you know, and just about pump it, you know, just or hesitate about every, every mm-hmm. fifth or sixth crank of the handle, and they'd hit it when you'd hesitate. Mm-hmm. That's about a solid-made bait there is. You know, you can – I've had them where they're all torn up, the paint bitten off of them. They've been hit so many times. But you can't destroy them. You lose them before you wear them out, that's for sure. One oh, of the yeah, baits without a doubt. the market ever produced yeah, as far as durability. It's a tough bait. It's a tough bait and it's a good bait, you know. I, I mean, heck, it's a freshwater bait. We weren't supposed to catch trout on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well – Stranger things. Well, Kirk, give people yeah. your contact info if somebody wants to get a hold of you and get in on some summertime fishing out there in the West. Okay. It's uh, it's toll-free. It's 888-762-3391. Hackberry Rod and Gun uh, is the website. You know, we've got that live webcam. And, you know, people can see what we're catching when we come in. It's kind of a, a good barometer of what's going on here. 
Got it. Thanks, Kurt. Have a good trip out there. You're we'll welcome. See you Thank you, time. Don. Okay, we'll see you. Kirk Stansel, boldly going where no boats go before. Sometimes, sometimes he goes where he was the next day, the day before. All right, coming back after this, I'm uh, going to tell you my frogging story. Get to your text messages. I see somebody said boat monkey corks makes a sliding cork kit, but where do you buy them? Text me back and give me a store name. We have no problem with that. Be right back after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Yep, that is Joy to the World, Three Dog Night. And uh, I'll tell you what, we were singing that the other night. Thursday night, had a frogging trip. The Bayou Wild TV crew uh, went down to spend some time with Barry Toops at Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast, also the home of Crawfish Haven. Uh, Barry had uh, helped us prepare a great meal uh, the Bayou Wild TV show. You'll see an upcoming episode of uh, the frog leg dish I did, which is John Foltz's No Bull Frog legs, you know, everybody batters them up with their favorite fish fry, put a little spices in it, and fry them up real crispy. But uh, we wanted to do something different, and this one is very unique. You can see a picture of it and also a photo of our frogging team. Uh, go to the Facebook page for Bayou Wild TV. You'll find it there, my Facebook page, Martha Spencer's page. It's all over the place. Anyway, the picture shows our crew uh, muddied and soaking wet with the, some nice, big, juicy bullfrogs in our hands. Uh, from left, fishing today. Uh, then you got uh, me. They they call me the human salamander on this one. Had to get uh, do a low crawl to catch a couple of them. Then the lovely and talented Miss uh, uh, Louisiana Megan Cruz and her trailing uh, her traveling uh, partner Kaylee. They came down to help us film the show. Twenty-one, but we should have had over fifty. There were a lot of frogs missed for a lot of reasons. I think it was very amusing, a very fun. TV. Identification pause. We're going to get to some of your text messages. Get us one at 504-260-1870. We're back right after this. All right, check in our text messages. Of course, I got that one. Sliding cork kits are made by Boat Monkey Corks. I've heard of them, but I'm not sure who sells them, which store. You could probably Google it. Might even be able to buy them online direct. All right, Justin's in his Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. Uh, The Ibis flyovers are increasing, and he wants to know if uh, me and Martha are filming new episodes of Bayou Wild TV. Yes, we are. Chris LeCock, Martha, and I have been uh, filming for the past several weeks, and we've got probably about ten new shows that will be coming out Uh, at the end of next month in late July, early August. In the meantime, uh, catch up on some of the other features that we have already shown. We've got some reruns, and uh, you may not have seen them all, and uh, sometimes we put a couple little changes in there, some new reruns. All right, uh, we have our friend Lafayette. He's fishing down in the parish. Fishing's good, really good. Uh, He's getting ready for a late-day trip, easy day. Got his coffee, biscuits, eggs, bacon. He's fully armed. Thank you, Lafayette Yacker. And, yeah, a lot of folks are going out in the evenings, you know, when those storms blow up early morning or uh, midday. Uh, It kind of slicks off, cools down a little bit, and gets nice. And a lot of people are choosing instead of getting up at the crack of dawn or before daylight and heading out there, they're making use of that good evening and long uh, periods of lots of light after the uh, sun goes down. you you still got another... Uh, 30, 40 minutes of daylight. <clears throat> Let's see. Here's a text on the corks. Asa Farris, the son of Farris dis- Distributors in Jackson, started making boat monkey corks when he was 12 years old. Now he's in high school. He shifts to all the places. 
uh, Gus's Tackle, the Academies, and the Marinas. Look for it. It's pretty easy to make uh, on your own, but, you know, simple, no simpler way than just getting it ready to go. Uh, a lot of people saying, yeah, you can see it on YouTube. All right, we have the backstrap stacker checking in. He's headed out of Dolphin Island this morning, headed to catch some snapper, doing this now, shortened Alabama season. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a little while, but they're getting ready to shut their season down, but not yet. You can still out there and get some of those nice big Bama snappers. All right, uh, we'll be right back after this, and uh, we'll be joined by another one of our field reporters. We got uh, this time, uh, you know, we got um, – Mike Gallo coming up. We got Darryl coming up. We got Brendan Bayard, Ryan Lambert, and a lot more to talk about. In fact, I'm going to tell you about that unique duck stamp that is now on sale. Also, run down that Alabama closure of the red snapper season. Whew, this is way too early in the summer to be closing snapper season, but unfortunately, it's going to happen. Back with details after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we've been mentioning that you need to renew your fishing license. They will expire on June 30th, so if you're going fishing next weekend, you're going to need a new license if you haven't got it already. Uh, With regard to licenses, a lot of people don't realize this, but when you renew your driver's license at the Office of Motor Vehicle, you can also add a lifetime hunting, fishing, or a combination, hunting and fishing lifetime license. You can also get a boater education and hunter education endorsement on your license for free. That way you only have to carry one item your driver's license and you'll have your fishing and hunting licenses and your certification cards with you Uh, also we talked about the federal duck stamp went on sale this past week it is the whistling tree ducks a pretty nice uh, portrait of those guys Uh, strange looking birds and strange sounds if you've ever encountered them Uh, the stamps now are 25 dollars of course the money is used for waterfowl conservation purposes and it will be good through July 1st of this year till June 30th of next year. Of course, there's not much use for it after the duck seasons close in the fall and winter. Uh, by the way, that whistling duck, this is not the first time it has been the subject of the federal duck stamp. But can you tell me which species has been on there more times than any other? Shoot me a text if you think you, you know who that, which one that might be. It's 504-260-1870. And I'll give you a hint. It is probably the one that you would assume it would be. But of all the species, I've kind of got a running total. This thing has been going on now for over 50 years, uh, maybe even longer than that. And uh, each year they have a competition from wildlife artists, and they pick a species, and then that species is highlighted on the duck stamp. There was only one year that the federal duck stamp did not have a duck or goose or brand or waterfowl on it it actually had a black lab one year and one year only but which duck species do you think has been the been honored on the federal duck stamp more times than any other it's been seven times there's two that are tied with six and one at five so which species would it be it's 504-260-1870 is the text number all right alabama fishermen those of you who like to catch red snapper After the first just 20 days of the red snapper season, uh, Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources is estimating that the total harvest quota for this season will be met on Friday, next Friday, July 3rd. So what they're going to do is they will close the waters to private anglers and state-licensed charter red snapper fishermen at 11.59 p.m., Friday, July 3rd. So you've got now till then the fish Alabama waters, which extend from the Alabama coast out to nine miles. And, of course, the limit is two snapper per person per day. Now, if you're fishing with a federally licensed charter boat that can fish in the offshore waters beyond the nine-mile mark, 
Uh, that is going to be open until August the 2nd. Uh, the federal waters off Alabama outside nine miles is going to be open to catching red snapper for other states. And if they have open red snapper seasons, a lot of people leave from Alabama and they end up fishing what would be considered Louisiana waters or federal waters off other states' coasts. But here's the key. The possession of red snapper in Alabama state waters during that closure, which is going to be after July 3rd, uh, you can be cited for possession of red snapper. So the case being, if you go fish in federal waters beyond nine miles or another state's water and you're returning to an Alabama port, do not stop and fish anywhere else. You have to make a direct line back in because you will have those red snapper in your possession within Alabama waters and you could be cited for that, and Lord knows we don't want you to end up on the bad boys. All right, let's get back to the text message. Uh, here's uh, Gerald McMorris he, from Colliel. He says it's the Mallard. Uh, Don says, is that the Mexican Whistler you're talking about? Yeah, that's the one that's going to be on the, the stamp. Those things seem to be everywhere this year. Well, there's been a change in its migration pattern. Uh, that it was rare that they would come this far north. But over the years, I guess partly due to climate change and other factors, uh, we see more and more of these whistling ducks. Uh, some people call them tree ducks. There's kind of two different species, a fulvous duck, and then they've got the whistling duck. They make a strange sound. They, they look kind of strange. We mostly see the, the mass migration of them up here during the teal season. Later in the year, they head back south down to Mexico and South America. But they are legal to include in your bag. Uh, there's been some movements, and I'm told that it's underway right now. There's, they're trying to put some pressure on the feds to allow the Gulf Coast area to hunt these birds during the teal season. Uh, that's when we're here. That's why we have a teal season, and that's the only species you can hunt. Uh, some states do have an early September wood duck hunt, but not here in Louisiana and some of the other Gulf states. But it would certainly be nice to add those birds to the bag limit. But uh, right now I can take you places where they're, they're like, park ducks they're almost tame because they really don't get much pressure on them but anyway that's kind of the story on the mexican duck okay another one says um you just announced it on the air you better start filling a bunch of bags and get them to all your retailers uh i don't have anything to do with those but anyway i'm talking about the sliding cork if you know where you can get one uh we mentioned a few places monkey boat corks uh boat uh, supplies also makes them all right here's someone uh, guessing it is the wood duck uh, the greenhead mallard, the mallard, um, what's the duck forecast look like? Not seeing much news about it. Well, none of that information has been released, but shouldn't be much longer. We'll start hearing about the nesting success and an estimated fall flight, and all the old battle will get going on again about, you know, whether the birds have altered their migration pattern and what has caused that, and will things pick up down south? We've had several bad years in a row, and a lot of reasons have been explained for that. All right, JT's checking in from Bogalusa. He says, up in Missouri. Oh, he's in Missouri looking for some sockele. Oh, they call them crappie up there on Truman Lake. The lake's got some great slabs for sure. Send us some pictures, JT, if you get some. Uh, we were talking about rattletrap lures. We got someone says the rattletrap lures are great for trolling in freshwater lakes. Have caught bass and large sockele. I like the blue. always been my favorite. And believe it or not, I don't really fish with that much for freshwater. They... I mean, you can't, they're not very weedless, okay? They're going to hang up if you got heavy structure. They're real tough to fish there. But uh, trolling them and casting and retrieving them in open salt water, it is a dynamite speckle trout bait. And as I was talking with Kirk, very durable. All right, coming back after this, time to head to Grand Isle. 
Uh, we'll talk to Captain Darrell Carpenter. I know he's caught some limits this week, and they've been dealing with some rain and wind and still getting some fish caught in and look and see what the weekend looks like on the island of Grand Isle. Back with his report right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And let's check in with Captain Darrell Carpenter. He fishes down out of the Grand Isle area. Darrell, uh, you guys have been doing pretty good from some pictures I've been seeing, catching limits of trout on some days and other days not so good. What's the weekend look like? Well, Don, it's kind of like what we talked about last week. I mean, you know, the, the weather out at the beginning of the week was horrible. It forced us off the beach. And uh, today, you know, the wind's blowing too hard just to get to the beach. So when you get inside, you've kind of you got to move around and find a school. Uh, I'm not going to tell you we were doing that every day. I mean, if you if you sit down on top of school, you're done. You know, I mean, you can stay there and just wear it out until it's time to go home. But if you, you know, sometimes it takes you several stops to find that school, and sometimes you don't find that school. So, you know, I understand a lot of people had some issues yesterday uh, finding fish. We got lucky. We sat down on some. Um, and it looks like, never mind, I thought my first one was coming over now. Um, but, yeah, you just got to kind of, I mean, we're restricted off the beach. The weather's too bad. So you just got to kind of work yourself around the backside. I've been using a lot of live shrimp, a lot of gobies. Uh, there were some nicer fish caught on some croakers yesterday. But, you know, those are, those are fewer and far between when you start getting on the inside. Daryl, how often do you use uh, sliding cork? We've been talking about the sliding cork method this morning. How often do you use it? Uh, it's it's not very often, Don. When I use sliding corks, usually it's because I'm, I'm out at the close end rigs, either man, either mangrove fishing or or you know fishing for those big old sheephead during that sheephead run. That's that's the primarily the part of the place that I use sliding corks. Grand Isle, you really don't have any place, you know, with, with our erosion and everything we've had back here, you really don't have any deep holes deep enough to worry about using a sliding cork when you get on the inside. But, man, they do a number on them sheephead out there at their, at their platform. Yeah, very effective, too. Uh, Darrell, I'm surprised you all getting that much wind. They were calling for about 10 knots tight, top wind. Is it more the direction or the intensity that you can't deal with this morning on that beach? It's, it's laid down, you know, over yesterday, it's laid, the wind itself has laid down, but it, it hasn't laid down enough that the beach has been able to lay down, to calm down yet. Uh, I would say their, their forecast of 10 is accurate this morning, but, uh, but you know, we, we're in a, a fairly decent tide range, so between the tide range and this wind blowing, you you got some pretty good rollers outside, and, and once, you know, like we talk about, once a roller hits the sand, it becomes a breaker, and it, it's just too rough to be out there. Right. Now, if somebody wanted to opt for redfish, what would you suggest where they had to catch redfish, the best catches? Are some of the big ones moving into the passes yet? Have you heard about the bulls uh, maybe in Commonwealth or of, Four Bayous? Haven't heard, of any, haven't heard of any moving into the pass. I, I, had, I had some customers that were doing it on their own the other day. Out of two or three days, they caught one. Uh, we're still seeing big schools of them out on the beach periodically mixed in with the Jack Cravels. So I think for the most part, those redfish are still offshore. You give it another few weeks, and they should start moving into the past. Uh, and, Don, one of the things, too, that I kind of skipped over this morning is, is you know, we're starting off this morning, and we're on our first little stop, and the water's kind of murky and nasty from what it was yesterday. But, it, you know, if you, if you have the option to fish later in the afternoon, that incoming tide, the end of that incoming tide, this stuff has been turning a gorgeous emerald green and cleaning up. 
Yeah, and for other reasons, too, you know, sometimes those thunderstorms will burn themselves out, you know, in the middle part of the day, and then later in the evening it slicks off and gets real nice out there. There's nothing wrong with evening fishing if you can, you know, work it into your schedule. Correct. And, and you know, I haven't done it. Most of ours starts at daylight, but I'm just, you know, I'm just telling you what we've seen toward the end of the day as we're finishing up. The water turns gorgeous toward the end of the day. All right, all sounds good, Daryl. Uh, got you on my website if people want to check you out there. Give them the telephone number if they want to give you a call or visit you at realscreamers.com. Uh, the phone number is 225-937-6288. All right, my friend, put some in the boat, and we'll see you next week. We're going to finish eating a moon pie and wait for these, wait for these fish to wake up. <laughs> what a great breakfast of champion, moon pie. Bet he's got a big RC, too. All right, we'll be back coming up after this. Daryl's going to go catch fish. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back, and we're going to talk more about that. I'm going to let you know what, what the official number one choice on the federal duck stamp was. A lot of you got to write that text in here at 504-260-1870. We're also going to talk a little bit more about the sliding corks. I got frog recipes coming in. What's your favorite frog recipe? 504-260-1870. Also got a new rodeo, not a new rodeo, the resurgence of an old rodeo I'm involved with. I'll tell you about that. Paddler's Report, Ryan Lambert Report, Mike Gallo Report, all still ahead on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.